Great, great morning, everybody. Great, great morning. Caleb, how you doing, bro? Good, man. Good morning. Good. Oh, man, I was, I was cold until the point. <laughs> that's, how, that's how my mornings are, man. Oh, got it, got it, got it. I mean, like, how how's the week been? I mean, um, anything new? Any updates? Nothing. Nothing new. Extra out of the ordinary. Just um, you know, end of the some end of the year meetings, and you know, you got to start getting your plan ready for next year. Love it, love it, love it. So you got goals and stuff ready then for next year? No, love not it. yet. But how can you go through all these meetings and not set like? Is is it just not like at the top of the list right now, or is it one of those like where you guys know, like what we need to do and what we need to hit, so it doesn't need to be talked about? Or I mean, I got, I got the, you know, I got a couple of business goals, but for some reason, personal is just always like not to the last minute. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's what I, I guess. Okay, I didn't specify like just in general. So you got business goals like for next year, but haven't touched them yep. personally. Okay, okay. Well, th- yeah, exactly. that's cool. You, yeah. It just sounded like you didn't have anything or goals. Just well, how how so? Here's a, my counter. How early do you start making your goals for the year? Oh, I, I well, so I didn't get mine in writing until this week. Uh, I usually like start like December. Like I just I just start like brainstorming. Like okay, what does next year need to look like? You know, I just have like a a brainstorming list. Like I just put stuff down like in an app or like on a piece of paper. And then I just look back at it like the last week and like, just put down like, you know, this year was different. Like I did only like, so like I have like six big targets, like goals, you know, like I was was trying to do the traction, like the EOS way, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so like the wallow household, we have like six big goals. And then like, then we break it down to like little sub, like sub businesses or like sub areas and like, okay, what six things need to happen in these areas to hit these top, like these six goals that the household has to hit. So like everything, everything we've put in a place equals the six goals. So then when we're looking like at the, the weekly and the quarterly stuff, like it's all going towards the six, the six, like the six goals, which is definitely, it's different and I don't know, it just is a little bit more relieving because like last year I maybe had like well you remember like I had the different pillars like family, like spiritual, health, fitness, finance, like all that stuff. Um and then I had like goals in there. So I probably had like thirty or forty like total goals. It was just like yeah, I maybe hit like a fraction of those. So I was like, okay, let's just break it down. Six things. What are the hottest? Okay, let's focus on getting those done this year. So, mm. yeah, yeah, man, that's what we did. We Anyways, the, the Brandon Turner, but it is a lot. What? What is? Just, I mean, it's a lot of writing down, and it's a lot of tracking. It's a lot of stuff. It it is. Are you talking about the EOS? No, I'm talking about the Brandon Turner, but it's similar to EOS. Oh, got it. Yeah. I th- well, I know he's been putting a lot of stuff out the last couple of like a lot of his pillars. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of stuff. Um, but he's just, he's just at a different point, right? Like he's just big ball at like 
you know, so his system looks a lot different than like you and I, or if you're someone that's just starting out your goals. Like, just make it simple right now. Yep. Um, but anyways, uh, anything else? Nope. Okay, sounds good. Uh, this week we're gonna go over our uh, book for December, the Psychology of Money by Morgan Huso. I'm gonna say that's what it is, Huso. Uh, man, this was a great book. Uh, I'm gonna give it like, I gave it a five out of five on Apple. I don't know what you gave it, but, or on iTunes, I think. Um, at least a four and a half. I'd have to think about it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, so how do you want to like this book? Like, this is definitely a book. I know we said this, we've been saying this about a lot of our books, but like, this is definitely one. Like if you're someone that's. Money hungry, money motivated, which I feel like probably a good chunk of this podcast. This is definitely a book that you probably want to have on repeat, look back a couple times during the year just to get a beat on where your mindset is with your um with your money. Um it was it was a great book, man. It was a great book. I think what we should do, I like one of the chapters, chapter 19, um, he just basically like broke down basically the book like what we had went over so i don't know if we just want to go through that you, chapter and you want to give away the whole book again no i'm not i'm just saying like that those were the points of the book so i mean i could probably look at i'll probably touch on two things then i'm not giving i was away gonna the whole say book. what's your top two coop okay got, top, a, these are our top twos you gotta go read the book and come tell us your top twos <laughs> okay um Okay, so let me um I don't know if this was this was in here in this chapter 19, but one thing he said in the book that I thought was really powerful is like when you're looking at the history of money or if you're studying studying people of money or what they did to be successful, the the author said to look at gen generalities. Um what was the what was common through history or what was a common theme right like and so why that hit me is because like he said we usually pick people of extremes to follow or to see how they did their their things right and he was saying that could be a good but a very very bad thing because you don't know what those people had to go through what they had to overcome um he talked a lot about luck and and risk uh, but he was saying like, when you're studying people, or you're studying money, you need to look at what's a, what's the common theme or what's a, a general idea that a group of people or, or, or a timeline had, uh, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, cause I, like that was speaking to me cause I'm usually the guy that picks one or two people to follow. And usually those are the extreme of the extreme example. Hmm. <laughs> So you felt a little convicted there. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. And I was like, man, that's okay. That's okay. I I, I, I like it. It's definitely challenging me. Um, so I thought that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Um, I liked, I, I really liked that point. Um, and then he talked about um, savings. Uh, he talked about your savings is, um, what was it? Your ego minus your income, right? Um, which I thought was 
a phenomenal just just the whole theme and process like his thought process on this whole concept um you know he was saying like wealth is what you don't see rich is what people show all the time so someone can show that they're rich but not be wealthy and someone cannot show any of that stuff and they're probably like sitting pretty good like they're they're pretty wealthy is basically what his his uh basically what he was getting at and i loved how he was talking about like you you don't need a reason to save right he was saying in today's society like people always have to save they have to have a reason to save mm-hmm. um he said you don't need a reason just start saving and he also talked to and again he said ego minus income again our ego and it just and the book will explain like how our egos people's mindset like how we got to this point that basically like you have to keep up with the Joneses, you have to show off, you have to be flashy. He was saying like, if you can control your ego and uh, you know, basically the whole point came down to like delayed gratification and, and how I looked at it um, and hold off on some purchases um, to put yourself in a better situation now. So down the road, you can buy those things later. Um, I thought was just, it's just a great, a great point. I, I always, um, again, one of my extreme examples that I follow, uh, talks about paying the price now so you can pay any price tomorrow. Um, so like paying the price now means like, you know, being, being frugal, like putting your money away, having a percentage that you put aside and, you know, something whether different for everyone, right? Yeah. Yeah. It could be, it could be different. Like whether you're saving or if you're, putting a percentage of your money into stocks every, every week or, or, or whatever that is, but like not going and buying the expensive vehicle or the Gucci belt or the, the Louis Vuitton bag. The, like, I mean, if you got it now, like, okay, yeah, by all means, but like, what's your goal? You know, what's, what does it look like? Um, yeah. And just again, I'm, I'm done Caleb, but like overarching theme, I think like, in this book was um, freedom, right? Like money is, should be used to help you get to financial freedom and to be free and to do what you want. To when do you whatever want. you want, when you want. Yeah, exactly. The quote so, you were, the, the full quote is wealth is the difference between your ego and your income. And then he it. uses yeah, the yeah. word humility quite a yep. bit in there too. Uh, yep. Just to piggyback off your points, he talks about, you know, people don't buy Ferraris. Uh, the people, the reason people buy Ferraris is because they want respect and admiration from others. And what they don't realize is that people don't admire the person with the fancy house or car. They they admire like the the mega mansion and then think of themselves in it. So it's really yeah. just you know, foolish to impress others, which everyone knows, right? So this is just yeah. a book to it's a book to, you know, reiterate. Um, one, one quote I just heard the other day, which is not from this book is, uh, when you realize how little you're thought of by other people, you will care less how you're thought of by other people. I think that's how it went. Something like that. 
you know, because everyone's like, oh my gosh, what is everyone going to think of me, right? Like I'm showing up in this junky car or I live in this neighborhood and like people are too busy worried about themselves. Exactly. Um, exactly. I'm trying to think of what else I would add. I mean, it just, psychology books are always interesting because there's going to be five to 10 times that you read the book where you're like, Oh yeah, there's a little bit of that in me. Right. Cause we're all, was there, we're was all there humans. anything? Yeah. Was there anything in here that like challenged you? That, like, um, challenged your thought a little bit. I agreed with the entire book. Um, the only thing that I would say that would challenge my thought is, um, or not, not even challenge my thought, but more convict is like the lifestyle creep is a big thing. And the more money you make, the more like, oh, yeah, we can start doing this. Oh, yeah, we can start doing that. Right? And then yeah. all of a sudden, your your savings rate isn't as high or you're more leveraged than, you know, you thought you would have been two years ago. Yeah. Um, and that's why I like reading these books because um, everyone's got an ego and your ego is not your amigo. So mm, the more okay. I can keep my ego in check, you know, kept, kind of keeps me on the straight and narrow. It's like going to church every week, right? Yeah. You got to be reminded that, oh, yeah, I'm still, I still need grace. Awesome. But awesome. Good read, awesome. quick read. I mean, sometimes the super simple books is why I'm not like, oh, yeah, this is five of five, you know, like, but it's, it's very good. Oh, I love the simple books because I can eat it. I can digest it, get the point. Can read it, it fast. Itself. Yep. Yep. So here's a question for you that has to do with the book. There's a section okay. in here where they talk about the difficulty of long-term financial planning. You know, humans underestimate how much their personality or their goals or their lives will change later in life. Yeah. Yep. And you're a long-term big goal setter. <laughs> that's you. That's your thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that section of the book? So it was a it was a great section, and I I agree a hundred percent with that point. Now, like, so I, like I've just you know I've been on social media, like just you know, when I'm on social media, like yes, I'm scrolling, but I'm also trying to like grab information to help me grow. So like when I'm scrolling, I'm still growing my mindset, right? Um, and there's been a lot of guys that I've been coming across that I've been talking about like goals, right? Like the goal is not, so basically the goal is just to, to help folk, like focus your energy and your attention, right? Like how you get there doesn't really, it changes, right? Like your, your goal can change based on X, Y, and Z. Right. And so like when I heard that point in the book, it was, it was just like, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Like, I think like over the last couple of years, like, yes, I'm a big goal driven guy. Um, just because like, I don't want to waste time. Like, I don't want to waste time. Like if I, this is our target where we need to be in the 10 years, like let's set a course, let's, let's head this direction and reevaluate it. Right. Like how are we doing? Is, is this still the goal? Is this still the target? Um, has something changed? Has something come up? Like, do we need to change? But I, I think the the big thing for goals and why I feel like you need goals is just so you have something that you're aiming for, right? Like, like just imagine if you wake up 
and you don't know what you're working towards, what what the purpose is, like what are your family working towards? Like that's the purpose of goals. Now, how you get there, I mean that you know, there's no specific way. I in my in my opinion, but as long as you have a goal and you have a target and you are working towards that, like if it changes, it, it changes because you had a goal. Like if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, so to, to answer your question, I thought it was a great. I thought it was a great point. Now, if you would have asked me this maybe like three or four months ago, it definitely would have challenged me because um, I am a very you set a target. That's the target. You don't change it, you know. Um, but like, I'm starting to understand that, you know, like goals aren't everything, right? There's it's more like process and systems, like creating your process and systems to help you get to that goal, um, and and just the journey along the way, uh, because things change, things happen. Um, but again, like I, I would say, like goals are mostly like a like a compass, really. It's like the first chapter where it says theory isn't reality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that was a good question. Thanks. Yeah, for sure. So, a uh, good book. Yep, great. Psychology, great psychology book. of money, Morgan Husserl. Um, put it on your list. I actually recommended sure. it to a couple people this last month. Oh, for they, sure. You know, we were texting about it. It's fun. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, the next book we decided to do this month for January, excuse me. Buy then build. Mm. Let me let me get the t- let me get the whole title here. How acquisition entrepreneurs outsmart the startup game by Walker Dibel. Heard very good yeah, things. Is, oh yeah, this this I've like some of the podcasts I listen to, they like this. This uh, author, I've heard him talk. Um, I've heard this book multiple times. It's been on my list. Um, that's why when you sent that text to me, I said, send me a picture. Because I, I was like, I, I don't think this is the yeah. – I think he's got this mixed up. He messed up the title. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I figured it was an 80% chance this is the book you meant. And that's why I was like, can you take a picture for me? Um, so, no, this is a good book. I'm actually pumped to to read this one. So. Um, yeah. Anyways, thanks, Caleb. Yep. Uh, again, everybody, please rate, subscribe, leave a review. Um, and we will see you next week. Another, uh, another extra, uh, another extra 12 books. Cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Another cool. 12 in the down. year. Let's go. You know what they say, right? Um, in regards to like the average, what is it like the average person or is like the average maybe one or something like less than one a book a year. And like the average CEO reads, like it was like 50, it was like 52 or like, like a book a week. Yeah. That's crazy. Something crazy. So again, just read one book a month. You're 12 times better than the average person. That's how I look at it. So, All right, man. See you next week, everybody.